0: Life gets busy, and balancing work and family life can be a challenge, especially if you're an entrepreneur. I can tell you a few things about that. I'm Khalila Reynolds, and it's time for another episode of Money Moves, J.A., brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's business advisory service, giving you the tools to grow your business. My guest today is a lady who does know a few things about that as well. She's CEO of Honeybun and founder of the Honeybun Foundation, Michelle Chong. Welcome back, Michelle. Thank you, Kalila. I've got to say, you're one of my favorite guests. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm very happy to have you back. I wonder how I got that. <laughs> well, you're a boss. I mean, Honey Bun has been doing amazing things. Thank you. And so we asked you here today to talk about work-life balance, which is an issue that many entrepreneurs yes. struggle with, especially women. Yes. All right. So you started Honey Bun, or when you started Honeybun? In 1982. 1982. All right. Were you a parent already? No.
1: That was the year that I was teaching at Campion. And in that year, my husband bought Honeybun. And he said, Well, you know, you have to come and work with us. So that was the year I started to become an entrepreneur, entrepreneur as well.
0: Oh. So I had no children. <laughs> okay. So at what point in time did you
1: have children? So within that first year, when we got married, I had my first one. A year and a half later, I had my second one. Um, Three years afterwards, I had my third one. And five years after that, I had my fourth one. So you're a mom of four. Mom of four. And
0: you were raising these children while running a business.
1: While running a business. And I'll tell you a joke, too. They were all in different schools, four different schools. I remember Khalila one year. Because the boys are five years apart, so they'd always been a different school. And then my daughter was going to a girls' school. So one year I was in Sovereign, and I looked, and I saw some Campion students. And I said to them, how come you're back at school already? You had orientation. They said, no, school started on Monday. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like managing four schedules oh my goodness four, four drop drop off different units four drop off and pick up thankful my husband is a blessing when I forgot them he would always be like
0: oh help us. <laughs> so you did forget them sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that you admitted that <laughs> because many times we feel like failures as yes. parents or as moms if you yes. forget something you forget an activity friends. you forget yes. the homework or that there was a big sale this weekend yes it happens. Yes, and we're hard on ourselves, right? Yes. very hard. Because I started my company when I was six months pregnant. Oh, <laughs> so all of this has been with having a new, been developed, having a newborn in tow, yes. and a toddler at the same time. Yes. So I definitely can relate to what you're saying. Yes. So how did you do it? Well, sometimes you had
1: the playpen in the office. <laughs> And luckily, in Jamaica, we have good help, so that helped a lot. I had some very good helpers who would keep the children, although nowadays I hear stories that i didn't hear about then mm. they kept those stories from me the
0: children mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we had good help. How important is that having help like Because some people feel like if you're running a business and maybe your business isn't at a certain level yet, you might say, oh, I can't afford it. Oh, no, I had to have a
1: helper because I had to be at work. Right. There wasn't an option. I wasn't going to be dropping off at um, nursery school or something. I needed my children to be home. So that was very important. So what I've realized is that even now in my quest to develop leadership skills, in staff it's also very important to develop leadership skills even in your domestic helpers who are looking after your children you have to empower them you have to motivate them you can't cuss them off and go to work how do you how do you empower them well i've learned more now than i knew then positive reinforcement is one of the big things teach them what you need them to know and don't expect them to just know it because you know it Mm -hmm. they're not the same as you and you know, it's just a matter of continuous learning. Engage them to continue to learn. So my helper now is a gentleman. Oh, <laughs> that's unusual. Yes, and he knows how to cook everything that we eat because through the years we've taught him how to cook and just continue to develop
0: him. Positive reinforcements, a lot of that is needed. That's so powerful. Like, yeah. we don't often think about no. that. On the job, you train your staff. Yes. If you have domestic help at work, that's also an employee of yours. Right. You also need to train them and empower them to make decisions in the home. Yes, yes. Because don't you find, Michelle, that as a business owner, there are so many decisions that come upon you that you have to be the decision maker in the business and then you have to go home and be the decision maker as well. Doesn't that get overwhelming? It does. It really does. And it's like it never
1: stops. As long as the children are little, and even when they're big, you just have to constantly be making decisions. But as you go along and you learn stronger leadership skills, you allow people to make decisions. You allow them to make small mistakes so they can learn from them. And I remember my coach told me once, the more you do for people, you are you're robbing them of the opportunity to grow. Mm. So you have to give them the opportunity to make decisions. Do you think that was a good decision? Why? Mm. Okay, let's see how it works out. If it's not going to be something detrimental, allow them to fail and allow them to learn and, you know, be kind. I love that. (laughs) And that way they don't have to be calling you for every little thing. Exactly. (laughs) They can say, you know, I can do this. Mrs. Chan is busy at work, I can do this. Right. But don't just leave them to make it. Ask them to be close
0: to you at the beginning so that you can guide them. Right. How do you set boundaries at home with your children? With the children? Boundaries in terms of what? Well, all right. Is it that you completely separate work from family life? So once you're at the office, you're working, once you're at home, you're at home? Or are there times when things... Yes, and that's an important question, especially when your children are older.
1: Right. I mean, when they're younger, it's easy. You're not going to come home and start to work with Mm -hmm. (laughs) with your toddlers. But while they get bigger, you know, we had a few rules in the family, and they were to separate the discussions at home, so that you don't have business discussions at home. So that was one of the first things. Because your work in the business? Yes, especially because they work in the business. They don't live with me now, but they work in the business and they come over often enough. So, you know, just being able to set those boundaries. It used to be me all the time who would talk about work, and they would <laughs> say, Mom. <laughs> And that's another thing, too. They call me mom at home, but they call me Mrs. Chung at work. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Somebody said to me the other day, it felt so strange (laughs) for them to do that. But they've been doing that forever. Mm -hmm. And I want to share a quick story with you, if I can. Years ago, I met Lawrence Nicholson, Dr. Lawrence Nicholson, who is at the Mona Business School. And he was conducting an interview for the World Bank. And after he was finished, he said to me, by the way, do you have a family constitution? Constitution. And I was like, what is that? Mm -hmm. So we got together afterwards. And now we're the best of friends. He's somebody I absolutely look up to. He's on the Honeybone Foundation. He's one of the advisors. But what it is about is it's about documenting the rules for the family in the business. So I'd never heard of that before. But it was very interesting because you get together as a family. And I remember the first time we got together, everybody had emotions all over the place. (laughs) We met at home, so he came as a facilitator at first. And everybody had emotions all over the place. The four children, even though all of them weren't in the business. And then before the end of the meeting, everybody's emotions had toned down. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it wasn't, you know, everything wasn't an argument, everything was a business discussion. So we made rules for the family in the business. What types of rules? Okay, so what types of rules? One of them might be that you don't discuss work at home. Mm -hmm. Another one could be about in-laws. So when your children get older, will their wife or husband work in the business? So you have Mm -hmm. to decide those things. So the important thing is that you're making rules before those things happen. Right. So that when they happen, you've already thought about it, you've already discussed it, you could make rules about salary in the business and positions as it relates to who gets what pay. You could make rules about the car that one of the children drive. You could make rules about anything. So it's very interesting. There are tons of rules you can make about it and you discuss it so that when the time comes and the event occurs, you're not thinking about it for the first time while you're sitting on one side of the fence. So that was very important for us. And we had family council meetings, so we would meet, not nearly regularly enough, but we would meet and talk about the different rules. And I actually developed a manual. And it is my intention, one of these good days, to develop a, a, a manual for SMEs that mm-hmm. they can edit, fill, mm-hmm. in the, the, fill in the blanks about some of the rules. You know, this is what we will do if, and they
0: look at options and they can, you know, so that's something I'd really love to do. That's amazing. This is golden for family businesses. Yes. That one you mentioned about separating or don't talk about work at home. That's a tricky one. So I try to do that, <laughs> but it's almost impossible because your well, entrepreneur brain is just always working. Yes. So
1: what you can do is you can set boundaries around it. You know, we can do it half an hour before dinner. day. Now. we can do it for half an hour. So there's no... Hard and fast rules, the rules
0: are yours to make up. So it just pops, stuff just pops in my mind though, Michelle. <laughs> so the other, I just recently, a couple of days ago, my husband and I are lying in bed and I just said, so, I was just thinking about something random about the business yes. and I said it out loud. And he rolled his eyes and I am ah. like, like, what, what's the matter? He's like, you're talking about work again. <laughs> it's just, you know, as yes. a couple, you tend to say things you that you're thinking about. You do. But it's, it's one of those things. Be that kind to yourself and mindful. You don't realize. Just say, I'm sorry. When you cross the boundaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do try to, to keep work at work, which is why when COVID started and work from home started. Yes. Um... I realized quickly that does not work for me <laughs> <laughs> with two small children at home. Yes, I need to do an office somewhere and mm-hmm. do a co-working space. And then when I come home, I try to be with family as much as possible. Yes. but it happens; it yeah. sticks in. Yeah. And do you, you find can, that a you lot? You can of make time for discussion of the business because it's good for the children
1: to hear some of it, that's or you true. can talk about things that they can engage in. What would you
0: do? You know. Depending on their age, of course. Mine are too small. It's two and three, so (laughs) (laughs) it might be a little bit too small for that. So do you find that conflict arises often around uh, business? All the time. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you resolve conflict in the family? Okay, so there are a couple of ways. Because it can be touchy. we we
1: We are a public company, so we have a board of directors. And our directors are not stiff. They're very um, receptive to the fact that we're a family. So they will always give an air with a gentle spirit. So you can go to one of the directors and say, you know, I'm having this problem. Or you can draw them in on a three-way discussion or in a family discussion. Different directors are are good for different discussions. So you can draw them in. And then the children will also respect the fact that they had one of the director's opinion on the issue and you can resolve it. So it's also important to teach them to resolve their own issues among themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's a matter of personal development, which is something very, 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 very important in family businesses. Honeybun has just hired a consultant who, amazing, all she does is work on personal development of our executive team so that, you know, if the children are having a conflict or any of the executives are having a conflict, she's there to resolve it. She's for talent development, so developing the children in the business as well as developing the other executives in the business, succession planning, leadership skills. As the company grows, people need to be growing as well. So it's an exciting journey that we're on right now.
0: That sounds wonderful. That sounds sounds ideal, working on the personal development to build your executives, that's great. Mm -hmm. So as a a female entrepreneur, Michelle, and for many women entrepreneurs out there, not just entrepreneurs, just women in the workplace in general, Mm -hmm. tend to be very difficult, be very hard on themselves when it comes to maintaining that work-life balance. So Mm -hmm. if you have to miss one of your kids' football games because you have a really important conference to attend that day, the women will really, really, really beat up themselves over it, I think more so than men. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think, or how do you manage things like that? Are you hard on yourself or something like Or In the past, have you been hard on yourself? I don't want to think so. I think
1: that, you know, if there was something that I, had to do, then I just knew I had to do it, and I just did it without remorse. I mean, I might, mm-hmm. you think do, about it do as you Do you get mom
0: guilt? I guess I must
1: have. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't remember it now. <laughs> it's been a while now. It's been huh? a while. There are older kids now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I made most of the events that they went to. And I suppose because I'm an entrepreneur, I could take the time and That's true. not miss most of the things. I could always say, OK. I'm out of here, I'll be back, but maybe if you were employed, you couldn't do that mm-hmm. as easily. That's true, you do have more flexibility.
0: That's right, so maybe that was a plus. To move things around. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, mom guilt is a serious thing, though. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard of dad guilt. <laughs> never heard men feel guilty about You're having right. to work, but You're right. women feel guilty about having to work all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you've given us gold, Michelle, Aww. and I really love speaking to you. We're going to talk to you. you again for another episode of Money Moves JA. Now, here's a recap of Michelle's key points. As an entrepreneur, it's absolutely important to get help, train your staff, develop your staff's skills so they can take on more leadership roles, which will allow you to have time with your family. Set up a family constitution. This outlines certain rules that govern the family business. It can entail things such as setting boundaries, family salaries, and even roles for future in-laws. That's it for this episode of Money Moves, J.A. Brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's Business Advisory Service, giving you the tools to grow your business. Check out their website, EximBankJA.com and check out my website, KalilaReynolds.com for a summary of this episode. Till next time. Let's get this money.